listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Life is like the ocean. It is in and out. It's like breathing. You let as much of it go as much as you receive. Laugh all your laughs. Cry all your tears. Allow yourself to just be. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're live on a Sunday afternoon. Yes, we are a lazy sunday afternoon guys yes sir did nothing <laughs> just doing sitting around the house doing nothing uh playing karen and mario kart yes mario kart i've been having a ball i that game is so much fun and um racing you is really fun because you can have like every because the way it is when you race each other i'm uh roger said this before but i didn't know the game kind of um, modifies according to your like strengths and weaknesses and shit like that so it is a lot of fun oh who won the most oh, i see in the Roderick. chat yeah i was uh listen guys i don't believe in domestic violence i won i won two out of 75 i don't believe in domestic violence but when it comes to video games i will whoop that ass okay <laughs> you know what i'm saying no mercy all right uh she did win some um she finished ahead of me a few uh, well actually um one time by one point nah nah that's in the turn you're talking about the whole uh stand oh, okay but you beat me in races before because i mean it's so unpredictable it is it is and one time i was so livid i was in the front i was getting it and we was like me and i forgot who i was racing the computers right at the uh finish line and, it was you and king bowser me and king bowser right at the finish line and somebody way in the back through a turtle shell out of nowhere and it caused us to split right at the finish line. And guess and, who drove through the split? And Roger drove straight through the split. I was like, God damn it. It's to me, Mario. And I came from third to first. Right. That fast. Right like, at the, the finish fuck? line. It was amazing. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, it's some people will call it luck. I say, you know, luck favors the prepared, you know. And so I was prepared to take advantage yeah, yes, of that, yeah. of that, uh, miscue, you know, and I was right there to, pick up Long time so uh i've been loving that game i've been uh it's real fun when you get to fuck people up and the further back you are the more devastating your um what do you call those your power-ups are mm-hmm. yeah, i don't know i don't know what you call them i don't know what that power up that shoes lightning makes you lose all your uh it makes you lose like all of your um coins coins and it makes you lose all of your uh power-ups and it makes you small so you can't travel as fast as when you big <gasps> okay that's i don't know what the fuck that power up is that's the worst one yes that one and the the squid one the one that kind of almost black your screen you can't see shit yeah the squid one not don't bother me that much because you know my uh driving ability is just so on point but uh for lesser players i'm sure that's a that's a pretty pretty big one um the blue shell is the worst one too like the lightning one sucks and then the blue shell like that motherfucker goes straight to the front where i'm always at you guys know how it is well you guys probably don't know how it is but for me (laughs) who's always in the lead that's the worst weapon because i'm always getting hit with that shit and there's nothing you can do to avoid it like sometimes what i'll do is i'll just actually stop my car when the blue shell icon come up and see if maybe it'll hit somebody else but it always hits me (laughs) i'm always that far ahead of everybody even when i hit stop they can't pass me and sometimes um depending on what it is you can actually shake it off when you see it like you could if you move certain ways you could actually shake yeah i don't know how to do that 
because like uh I, i've seen the computer do that like i'll shoot mm-hmm. a, a red shell at a motherfucker and they'll just do something it just crack and don't break it or don't do nothing to them which is some bullshit by the way not as advertised but i guess i gotta figure out how to do that at the youtube it or something yeah because i i don't know how i do it i just kind of when i'm driving i just kind of constantly move because you can because it kind of pinpoints on you and that the thing is some of them do that and then some of them do, you don't get that warning and you just get fucked up and you're like the hell is this uh this is the blackout tips podcast you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser the unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme um and we have a lot of stuff to talk about today uh before we uh to get into the news and all that stuff i already know what karen wants to talk about yes She wants to talk about how she ran her car to the fence and scraped up the side. What happened, Karen? That's not what I wanted to talk oh, about. Oh, okay. But never God mind. Go ahead. It. Never mind. Go ahead. What did you Shit, I was about? Mario Kart in fucking real life. <laughs> Karen ran into Some the bullshit. apartment fence, y'all, and scraped up the side of the car oh that's some bullshit just uh friday morning i was upset now we gotta take it to the shop right get it fixed. deductible not out of the bullshit oh that 500 dollars deductible i guess i mean they could be worse i heard there's higher deductibles and stuff like that um so we gotta go and do this shit but uh Oh. No, what do you want to talk about, Karen? I'm sorry. Oh, no, 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 you good. You good, because I don't know if the uh, gate was moving or what, but all I know was the, the rear view mirror bent, and that was it. And I was like, the fuck is this? I don't know. I, I I know that, like, when it happens, you know, nobody knows, especially when it's a one-car accident. Right. There's just nothing you can, like, blame on somebody else. But, I mean, in hindsight, you know, when it hit your mirror, probably should have stopped the car and let the fence go back in but she decided to drive through <laughs> the fence which then scraped up the two doors on the passenger side so because i was i was already in motion mm. i know i probably could have backed up i probably could have i'm not saying backed up you would have had to stop the car i get. i don't know you didn't hear the scraping or whatever uh, but you would have had to stop the car as soon as you hit your mirror and then maybe you would have had a chance to salvage the, car, the, the doors right doors but it's okay it happens I, i've i've done i've done worse i parked my car uh i when i was a uh, intern at uh um going to what was it called inroads when i was going to inroads and i was like 16 18 or whatever i drove my car into uh, like a pole in a parking lot parking deck by myself i don't remember what i was doing i just hit that shit i mean it happens that's why we got insurance that's what, yeah and i've done that too <laughs> so we just got to take it up there and get it looked at hopefully you know don't wreck the rental car no i won't be wrecking the rental car no mm-hmm. now you got the new job so we should be able to afford the the mm-hmm. afford to pay the, the deductible and stuff so <laughs> job came right on time didn't it yep so uh well yeah what well, how was the concert i had a ball me and your mama had a good 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 now what concert time. was this for those um, that either haven't listened or this is that first episode we went to go see mary j blige in uh nas on the other side of town mm-hmm. um over in the university area of charlotte 
that uh pnc stadium that bitch been over there forever but i've never 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 been before because every time i see i'm like woo, bitch that's on the other side of town so no i always be like i'm not going that far to be sitting in fucking traffic but the way we way me and your mama did it it wasn't um uh bad at all um i got there and we uh we used like the Waze app and so it kind of took us like around where we missed the 85 traffic and so it kind of took us like kind of through town and stuff like that so it was a very peaceful ride we didn't actually hit any traffic until we got uh was actually turning down into the stadium i mean going going towards the stadium the light right at 85 and um boy niggas was working hard because we was uh sitting there because you know you kind of got to sit as you kind of travel down the, the road and I, I was in this area when they built the stadium it didn't have all this traffic i'm mean, now was trapping all these homes and schools around it so it was literally a one way up one way down road mm-hmm. versus like a two a, a, a four or six lane so you got like all this traffic come off 85 all the traffic come all trying to get down a, a one way up one way down road and so you'll be sitting sometimes and boy niggas was selling t-shirts i told your mama i said them not official mary j blast t-shirts i said you put that in the washing machine mary gonna wash right on off i'm not buying your t-shirt that's right i sell them whitney huttons nope. yes that was from that episode of martin i don't know if people remember that but it was a whitney houston concert somebody had a witty witty hutton shirt that shit that shit oh martin was so not even slept on it was it, it was so good and got his credit when it was out but god these new niggas and they hold i'm on the internet revising my entire history and i never like martin motherfuckers can suck my dick because that shit was funny oh my god that whitney hutton shirt oh my god what did i it want look one like? of those shirts it was you probably can find it it like a nigga it like a nigga in drag it didn't look like whitney oh. at all it was it was that was the joke I, ah. I can i can look it up but go ahead and um so you didn't get a shirt what happened what else happened no we we did we didn't get a shirt so me and your mom was joking on to me but they was out there hustling they were they was they was basically bro man hustle man out there hustling it because it was hot and that hot ass heat and um so we we parked and stuff and walked across and uh we went to the uh food would they have something like a food court type of thing out mm-hmm. there and uh they had a food truck it was a barbecue food truck it was a white man and he working by himself that was delicious i got some pulled pork i think your mama got some uh what did she get i know we got baked beans macaroni and cheese uh pulled pork and uh something else we got and so we were eating that and we also got they had like these big ass tall drinks that look like uh guitars oh no that's the witty hutton shirt oh no like mr marcus in a wig shit is terrible oh that's horrible <laughs> episode of martin witty. is amazing all right well go ahead i'm sorry <laughs> that's all right Ooh, we gotta go back and watch that but anyway uh we got like these real tall uh glasses well they were plastic glasses well pl- plastic glasses plastic containers like a guitar and it had this long ass straw and it had like some kind of strawberry alcohol in it and i got uh me one i got your mama one and uh we had a ball we went and we sat down we had nigga we had some really 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 good seats Mm -hmm. shout out to your mama yeah i saw the uh the you were posting on facebook uh some some of the footage from the concert and Mm -hmm. stuff and y'all was close yes we was close and uh because we got there early so we got to sit and enjoy uh and we was kind of right on the end on the only thing about the 
see we get there early for several reasons it's, it's, it's good sometimes to get there early a to be sure you're in the right seat okay mm-hmm. we, we asking ushers where do we sit and all this stuff i'm telling you this for a reason we was like where do we sit they was like well you sit down here because you know the closer you get you basically got to pass people because they want to verify that your ass you're right. supposed to be down there you know because they don't want people just wandering around mm-hmm. so because of what we had you know we checked he was like well that's your seat so me and your mom was sitting so the concert had been going on had already started for about 45 minutes maybe an hour in mm-hmm. and did they start on time day about 15 minutes late so okay. the concert didn't start to eight so it started about eight fifteen, eight twenty. but before that uh before that because we got there really early so before that it was basically a dj playing music the whole time so mm-hmm. that's kind of what kept people going kind of waiting on on him on on them both of them to perform mm-hmm. and so but anyway so we sit down you know when we had the concert so i still i was up the whole time like standing up and stuff like that so about an hour maybe about, about 45 minutes to an hour in uh this white man i think this black this white man this black woman come and they was asking us about our seats and we was like no we we, we knew we was in the right seats. he was like no these are our seats mm-hmm. so then they had went off to the side but the side that they were on weren't because where we were at we were in the the chairs that kind of were connected kind of in a row but where they were at they were kind of in like this special area where people uh with wheelchair access and all that stuff because they you can move the chairs and fold them up to make room for people with wheelchairs and their family and friends Mm -hmm. so that's technically where they were at that's initially where he had went so then he came back and he asked us again but you know the musical stuff was going on i was like these are our seats that's i was like you know i was like these are our seats and i just turned around and went back to Nas and ignored the fuck out of him and then he came back again and he bought an usher and the usher was like what are your seats i told the usher our seats he turned to the man and he told the man that he basically was in the correct seats over in the corner because see what happened was that he was over in the corner and where he was at in the far far corner our view was better so he was technically he thought he was on the end but he thought he, he was on the end of the row he was on the end of the end of the row row not mm-hmm. the end of the aisle that we were on we were right. actually on the on the end of where people sat together he was on the special end so technically he was on the end of the row but not where we were sitting right because i seen the usher behind him doing the numbers he was like yeah down the right seats you you yeah you at the end of the row you down there mm. and then he um uh turned he tried to, to colonize them seats me and your mama ignored the fuck out of him because i had my like i had the tickets mm. so a push come to shove i'd have pulled the tickets out and be like no 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 i didn't want to go through that with him I'm trying to have a good time in the dance three white man. You need to go on about your business. I that's why I arrived thirty minutes early so I could be sure I was where I was supposed to be. You showed up late, sir. Right. Um. But anyway, them crackers. <laughs> that, that was the only thing that really annoyed me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um. But other than that, we had a ball. It was uh one 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 uh lady. She came in like after me and your mama. Honey, she was lit. She had one of them big old guitar things that we had. She drunk by herself. And then she left and they were selling like, uh, jugs of wine. She got her jug of wine and she drunk the jug of wine by herself too. She was, I lit. I, me and Mama's talking. I was like, I hope she got an Uber back home because I don't think she's going to be driving. <laughs> cause, cause honey, she was buzzed. Well, we had a ball. We had so much fun. Uh, Nas, oh, first they came out together. They kind of did like this pre-screen where they was kind of showing Nas and showing Mary J. Blige on the screen and all that stuff so everybody you know kind of anticipating and 
and they had the pyrotechnic techniques if i'm pronouncing that right stuff happened yeah, yeah stuff happening so they had like sparks in the air and big booms and all that type of stuff and they came out of the floor and they came up and it was mary and nas together so first they performed together and Mary is fucking gorgeous. Nas, he okay, you know. I, well, I, a lot of people like Nas. I mean, I mean, I mean, I like Nas, but yeah. as far as no, 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 like, I'm talking about how he looks and stuff. A lot okay, of, a lot of women that I mean, he's prime auntie territory too. Oh yes, he is, and and I, and I I'm not knocking it because it mm-hmm. the the, uh, the day was live. One woman back in the corner, she kept screaming his name. So yeah. yes, I, I understand he was Nas, but I was there for Mary. Right. So when when I was like, Mary is fine and um after they performed this song together mary left and mm-hmm. so nas performs nas can put on a hell this was my first time seeing nas live nas can put on a hell of a show and he has a bunch of fucking hits like mm-hmm. i knew he had hits but once the music started playing, i was like oh my gosh i know all these songs right you know and so the whole time i was standing up on my feet bopping and so while he was performing they had like this jumbo screen in the middle they had two screens on the side which full of people further in the back but they had like a jumbo screen in the middle and it was like showing images and uh probably i think images from like the videos and things like that kind of in, in the front mm-hmm. um while he was performing and so he was getting it honey once or twice he, he looked he said y'all must sit my black ass down so then he was set down <laughs> <laughs> and talk about it he was saying he was saying how he had family in north carolina his mama's from north carolina which i didn't know mm-hmm. he was saying his mama's from north carolina and stuff like that so we talking about his roots and things like that and he put on a hell of a show i really i didn't know how i was going to enjoy Nas, you know because i hear the music and i like the music like i i enjoy his music but this like i said i didn't know because there's a difference between you enjoying somebody's music across listening to it and you going to a concert sometimes those things don't correlate the same and sometimes you know i've seen on online and stuff where some rappers think they too cool to actually kind of put on a performance if that makes sense so i you know his energy was high he was literally putting on a show like performing for us it's interesting because one he's known as the like and it's only because they compare him to jay-z is like this guy who is less successful making commercial music or you know like did or didn't try hard enough to or whatever i I think he just he is just he has had a lot of commercial hits they're just not up to the level of like a pop star and there there shouldn't be anything wrong with that you know and i think also now in the the woke age you know like he was accused by Khalees of being abusive um so i know there's a lot of people that's kind of been on some cancel nas you know twitter and stuff but Mm uh it's kind of that the the thing i say all the time man like social media is one world and the world the reality of the other of the world is just different like he's touring uh you know and uh people are coming out to see him specifically um and then the other part of it that's interesting jay-z and nas touring opening up for more successful women acts like come on you know i know they're not in a relationship but you know nas is essentially opening for mary j blige if he's going first yep and jay-z opened for beyonce when they went on tour uh which uh which says a lot you know about just the power of uh like music the longevity of their careers and the uh the women that they are uh on tour with yeah i think they both i know mary was if i'm not mistaken they both are celebrating like 25 years in the industry Mm mm-hmm and so that kind of that was kind of the big thing 
and so that's a long career you know how many people came and i trying to find they try to imitate both of them and like i no longer exist <laughs> right you know because Mar- mary was the person who started that rapping singing type of combo like initially and that's been her thing and she can do it to the end a lot of people have tried and they just you, you never that one song or that one album that flopped and you never heard of these women again right. a half of them you don't even remember who they are you remember the song if you hear but you won't know who that woman is but you know who mary is like you will forever know who she is in history and so um i think for me yeah that's big and there were not any pre-opening acts if that makes sense yeah like, yeah i know what yeah saying um and so i kind of like that so when it started it literally started so it wasn't no open and acting half the the crowd don't pay attention to and all that type stuff it was like okay let's go um and it made the show shorter mm-hmm. i think nas from like maybe an hour and a half somewhere around in there and um he knew what time it was he got finished he was like yep uh we know why y'all here the queen she you know she coming and he just walked he gradually just walked <laughs> off the stage because he right. knew what was up i mean all jokes aside and like i said and i i enjoyed his show um and like i said i knew i know you could tell from the crowd there was people that was like you said specifically there for him but the bulk of the crowd was there for mary and i don't know if it was sold out but it god damn it it looked like it was sold out because it was thousands of people packed in there from where we was at to the way in the back they had the lawn seats where people was out there parked up in the lawns yeah um they had their folding chairs and stuff and so um when mary came out they did like this montage and she changed outfits like four times she had uh y'all know she had the boots the thigh high boots and shorts and she was all whitening it up and everything else and she is more gorgeous in real life than the the tv don't do her justice y'all when i say that woman's fucking fit she is fit she is really she's a fit woman mm-hmm. i don't know how oh i know she's older than me um but you can tell like she works out and exercise you was getting all them thighs all them abs you 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 and you was getting that she was actually singing it wasn't it wasn't nothing that was um pre-recorded if that makes sense like you were getting her and and then she had like dancers that was kind of popping up and dancing around her and stuff and i had a but i i got my motherfucking life i I literally was stood up the the three or four hours it was there i literally stood up the whole time my my hips hurt a little bit afterwards but it it was so worth it um i had i wearing tennis shoes lord have i don't maybe this is just me y'all i'm old how do people go to concerts? Women go to concerts. Do they know they're going to be bipping and bopping and dipping and, and, and unteeing it up? And you got the nerves to have on heels. How dare you? Well, sometimes people wear heels out, you know. And uh, then also, I mean, especially if you wear them all the time, it's probably not right, as Right, yeah, if you wear deal. them all the time. And then also, you know, you might take them out. You know, take them off while you're there, when you're dancing and stuff, and then okay. put them back on on the way out. I didn't think about that. I mean, because, you know, like, after you get all juiced up on Mary, you're going to want to go and press some nigga. <laughs> Press, press them up and when i tell y'all we party hard and it was literally when y'all said a big ass auntie fest i know people were telling me that but no 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 y'all it was a big ass auntie fest it was times where people was like because it was kind of a spacious where we were always very spacious so people were like twerking like in the aisle would like get out they seats and like twerk in the aisle you would look to the right it'd be a it'd be like four black women staring at each other singing the words dipping it you look over to the left it'd be two women over here twerking it low pointing at each other um 
and then it was this on the right on the left side of me i was telling you that was that area for um for people with wheelchair access so a lady came down with wheelchair access it was her her daughter and her and uh her this her the assistant who kind of helps and so they was down there and this lady i looked at her i said oh i know who you came for she came for mary this this white she was white lady older white lady and her daughter they had a bedazzled mary j blige shirt she had a bedazzled mary j blige cap on mm-hmm. and every about four five songs mary sang they would actually hold it up and she would stand up with them and she would bop around for a little bit and she'd sit down enjoy the show another four or five songs they stand up and she would bop around for a little bit i, I looked over there her daughter was getting it the assistant was getting like they was getting their life over there in that goddamn corner because over there where the corner was but i thought white people couldn't come to the cookout and stuff karen are you sure oh, that it was a lot of white people there what oh my god it, and they was getting their motherfucking lives like everybody else it wasn't a black song the concert no sir no sir i'm I'm sorry to disappoint you now it was a lot of blacks in the building now don't get me Mm -hmm, wrong mm -hmm. we outnumbered them but they was there they was there to represent they they was like we gonna represent and so they was rolling deep in there Mm -hmm. and we had such a good time though it was a couple behind me it was a man and a woman and honey the dude was singing his heart out he knew all the words everybody was it was it, it was so I guess you could say when you're in a crowd that everybody's there for the same reason, the energy level kind of almost goes up. It's, 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 it's like a, uh, you can almost feel each other's vibe because everybody kind of is like, this is my jam. This is my shit. And it was people recording and things like that, but it was known. I can, it was almost like a judgment free zone. I don't know if that makes mm-hmm. sense where people was all body shapes and sizes and all that stuff was just getting it and just moving it makes just- sense i mean mary's cultivated a fan base man her music has been one of those it's like extremely affirming extremely like uh like independent like you know and then it also addresses a lot of people's pain and hurt and that's yeah. something that um you know like you we always say you are your audience so it would make sense to me that with everything mary's been through everything she sang about that to me without even having been to a concert i was like that's what i thought the vibe would have been yes was it no cat daddies up in there oh cat daddies came in full force cat daddies was there with them uh with them kango hats shifted to the side and yeah uh, because i mean you got nas so yes. you know that's prime cat daddy the, the, the gator the gators was there the button-up pants was there honey yes they was in full force i seen most of them in the food court hunting for the honeys and the honeys was there for the picking and so everybody was was there having a good old time talking and hollering at each other uh i saw thigh high summer boots so they was like thigh high boots but they was kind of stringy all the way up up the knees um beautiful shoes and uh yes honey plenty of shorts a lot of skin because because it, it, it's outside arena and so yes i'm glad you said that yeah it was many 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 uh cat daddies there with the toothpicks hanging out their mouths and the and the kango hats to the side and the khakis mm-hmm. uh, uh uh if they if they if they call their pants khaki i'm sorry to offend any cat daddies out there who don't call their pants khakis but it look like khakis to me um gator shoes and uh they they was out there having yep they had the blue bluetooth in the ear blinking blue so you knew it was on you knew they were serious <laughs> um 
and uh yes and they was out there and we all had a good time we had a ball it was it was no confrontation no nothing happening you know as far as the crowd the crowd right. was really really relaxed and on top of that mary and nas Oz are they're gonna bring an old the crowd like they're gonna yeah. bring people that's like nigga i am not here to fight i'm too young for that bullshit that you know people just done done you know some of them still my club but the bulk of us done live through we was like the club the fuck is that i i'm gonna drink this uh jumbo guitar strawberry drink and some wine and call it and take my black ass home and go to sleep because i gotta go to work in the morning you right. know we ain't trying to be crunk and and fighting shit so um i think that's why i really like the crowd because like i said even for a lot of the dudes that came for nas a lot of them were older men i'm pretty sure there was younger people they don't get me wrong but the bulk of the crowd looked like they was 30 and up <laughs> no nah, i mean that makes sense though they i mean not that they haven't put out music but i mean that's the whole point we've been in the industry 25 years why the fuck would our fans not have been going through our careers with us for 25 years for the most part so yeah an older crowd that sounds right yeah and so I, and i think that's also what made it peaceful and yes and like i said it was a it was literally a, a bunch it was men in it too but it was a bunch of women a big ass auntie fest and we had a ball and we loved on mary and mary loved on us she was uh singing i'm going down and she basically let the audience sing the the bulk of the song and uh she was like oh charlotte y'all out here singing mm-hmm. we had a ball we had a really really uh good time with her from from the beginning of the show to the end of the show and then after the end of the show uh because like i said it was one way in and one way out mm-hmm. me and your mama just sat and we talked for about an hour to let to let the traffic go down because what's the point in, in going and sitting and cranking your car and you wasting gas you ain't going nowhere right no, so i don't blame you so you know that's why we got back you know fairly 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 late and uh trying to think i think oh uh uh some dudes was uh fighting at a uh, red light on the way there just 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 cussing and fussing and your mama your, your mama say your mama say she said tell you right now she said don't look right i run through this goddamn red light <laughs> <laughs> yeah i ain't trying to get shot i said wait, wait, i was like i'm with you I, I was i was like yeah i was like i don't got no problem with you running through the light Mm-mm. yeah i'm trying <laughs> to get shot with no uh stray bullet at the stop sign like, right, right and i think a wreck had happened like that's the thing uh, a wreck had happened and so one dude in the front was like got like he had got off work with his kids the other dude in the back was just raising hell just the mm. fussing the other dude was like call the police i got my kids in this car dog do what you got to do he he basically was like call the police like whatever right. you got to do we're not gonna make no scene out here because it's hot i had to stop the car <laughs> the right. kids is in the car Let, let's just exchange it you know do what we got to do and so i think he was kind of de-escalating you know the situation yeah people that get in I, I never understood that but i also don't get road rage so right you know I, i'm probably not the person to be able to understand this shit but like people get in a wreck and then want to fight or get out the car and like yell at each other like you do know we got to exchange insurance information the police have to come like we're gonna be here for a while it's inconvenient control yourself you know like i've like i remember one time as a lady uh, i was coming home from the basketball court and i was like oh you know i'm gonna stop and get some chick-fil-a for for karen it'll be a big surprise come home she loves the, the chick mini biscuits or whatever mm-hmm. chicken minis i was uh gonna do that and um it's like you know god said you know no okay this is you know that them people homophobic up in there not today and uh this woman went to make a right 
and it was like one of those lights where you can make a right even when it's not uh green Mm -hmm. and so she made a right she was about to make a right and she started going and so then i i was gonna go behind her and i went i looked to the left for a second to make sure nobody was coming Mm -hmm. look back she had stopped for some reason no no car was coming she could have made it she just stopped and i i banged right into the back of her uh bumper you know and it wasn't we weren't going very fast but still you know it was my fault you know so i said hey just pull over into this uh chick-fil-a parking lot and we exchange information and stuff and you know um and you know with the new uh the new uh what do you call it like uh apps on your phone and your phone being cameras it's really easy to file a claim now because you can like literally take pictures immediately uh access the damage online immediately and be Mm -hmm. like this is what happened and you know get the claim started um but yeah it was just anyway it's a boring story to say like yeah i like i didn't get out the car like bitch you why you start going and stop you know i was motherfucking behind like it's like nah i i fucked up yes this sucks yeah my anxiety's up and all that type of shit you know but the easiest thing to do is exchange information i'm not gonna do some shady shit and not report the wreck or lie to the uh insurance people like here's my info and yes i'll make sure we pay for it like just you know but it seems like a lot of times you see people getting wrecks like they really be getting out the car like they want to fight somebody right so crazy to me yeah and i've been in several wrecks a lot of times i just sit in my car i don't even actually initially get out of the car because i don't it's particularly because i rapping myself a lot so i'm like i don't know how you feeling i don't know if you're racist i'm just keeping it real i don't know anything about you stranger right so because i don't know i don't i want the least amount of interaction with you as possible until the police come so i literally would just sit in my car yeah um like like, i'm sorry no i'm sorry not not to get up top it uh uh, I'm going to get back to, to, to finish the story. But, yeah, one time, even here, I had backed up by accident, and I had hit a lady on my going back to work. And I barely dinged her car, but I hit her. And so she looked, and she was like, well, no, 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 we're not going to file no claim. I said, yes, I filed the claim anyway, even though uh, nobody had to pay for anything because I don't think she ever filed on her side. And and it wasn't a, a dinner or anything, but I did it for the fact that I was like, no, no, ma'am. If something happens and you turn around and say you're injured or you hurt, I want this on file. Mm. I don't want, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I want records of, 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 of this happening. Well, no, nah, I've done that and let somebody go. Like, one time there was a guy who backed into my car. I mean, drove, he rear-ended me. I was uh, parked on Archdale, and uh, it was kind of rain. It was wet. It was raining, and this motherfucker was going way too fast in this rain, and it was at a dead stop in front of me and i looked in my rear view and some said this motherfucker not gonna be able to stop in time mm. so i had my i had my foot on the brake and what i did instead was i took my foot off of the brake and kind of turned my car to make it start rolling because i knew it was gonna be an impact and so when it hit the back of my car it, it did hit it but it didn't take the full brunt of like a, you know a, something hitting a stopped vehicle right and so you know i got out the back of the the honda or whatever looked it was a little scratch like a couple scratches he had a white car so it scratched my burgundy fender or whatever and i was like and uh he was like oh man you okay and so i was like i'm fine um are you good you know i was like let me look at the damage on this shit and i looked at it and i was like man whatever like it's it's cool go ahead and go about your business i like i'm not call i'm not filing a report and have my insurance go up 
for some shit that you know literally was uh not something i was going to get the work done because they still use that as an incident to raise your premium so mm. that's the reason I, I so i've been in that same situation and been like if you good i'm good and left it at that yeah, I, especially I that when time, a low yeah. speed a low speed insta- interaction like that like yeah really low speed yeah it's different if it was like you know because this happened in our parking lot the one you're talking about right um now he was going faster but he was like almost stopped he just couldn't stop in time mm. thank god i saw his ass because then he might have fucked my neck up or something but right you know it, but i but it's up to your discretion you know but i right. i prefer not to get my insurance involved if possible because you know it's gonna fuck up your premiums but that's what insurance is for like you fucked up that door that's way more than five hundred dollars worth of dirt work because they're yes, gonna have is. to replace both doors yep. and maybe the mirror so it's like in that case we got a foul even though it's a single person incident because i know you don't want to drive around with your car looking like wolverine fuck that shit up <laughs> he can't do it straight the building um but hold on before before uh before we leave the mary story uh two i guess two more things uh this dude uh was they have like these barriers up and the people walking can walk like back and forth between the parking lot and the arena and they have like these pole barriers they're wide enough for like carts and all that stuff because some some of they was traveling carts but it's not big enough for a vehicle and so talking about a one-man accident a man out he must have been too impatient sitting over there waiting waiting for an hour and a half or whatever to leave so he called himself rolling around and he tried to go through the two barriers and uh caught them caught one of the barriers and um yeah he he fucked he fucked his car real good then he scraped it one way and then he scraped it again because he had to reverse because he couldn't fit through damn and then he backed up and the police was there all night long like police was there till the bulk of the pedestrians left so police was probably there at like two or three in the morning so the police was there and the police was actually running after him i was like hey 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 and so they drove running after him what do you mean run, like physically the police ran because the police was up on the hill and seen him do this like mm. the police seen him but how could they be running after he was so what did he drove off then yes he drove off oh, okay. but the police was running towards him Mm-hmm. like physically running towards him as and he, he drove, drove away off. from the police right as he yeah could. he might have been drunk that's what i told your mama i told probably him scratched up his car because he was driving he probably made that decision because he was driving and been drinking and, and then when them cops came he probably was like let me get the fuck out of here before i get this dui to I, go with this total car or whatever <laughs> that's what i told your mama and we was joking i was like oh your mom was like i hope that's his car i said i do too what was the other thing oh we was getting ready across the street and we was like uh, a less than a foot from the police officer and a, a dude just rolled by talking about y'all need a ride i said no mm. no i don't need no ride from you stranger then me and your mom was joking i was like i'm not selling anything do we look like we're selling something yeah i don't know what that was about me either we looked at it we could not understand people are weird y'all people are weird and they're strange no i don't want no ride for you there are women all around town that have reasonable rates if that's what you're looking for yep all right let's uh well sound like you had a good time and i'm sorry about the street harassment but you know black women leaving the house you know it's always a it's always close right and then people wonder why women leave in groups you got to you can't be going too 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 many places by yourself like what the fuck did he think was gonna happen we were just gonna jump in with him right strangers going oh yeah we would like to yes thank you for thank you strange man 
right we like to hop we would like to not go to the concert we was planning on going and spend the rest of our night having fun and be in the car with a stranger right by the cops who just saw that right literally by the cops the cops didn't hear him but i was like no you good gone gone because it was it was just weird men are weird when it comes to that shit like why would you even ask about that yeah women would never yeah they can't niggas can't help themselves man so but i had a good time so so i know they still touring so if mary j blige and Nas is coming to a city near you go go and get your auntie life on you're gonna get all the thighs all the thigh high boots you're gonna get Nas. you're gonna get it all and Nas put on a hell of a show mm-hmm. i had a ball that's been your mary j blige concert recap guys let's get into the news um let's see what all we got going on huh? um asap rocky had a fan who was arrested this weekend after threatening to blow up the swedish embassy in uh washington dc oh that's not good good that's a not a see to me that's a consistent prison abolitionist okay they said we are gonna get this nigga out of prison i can't imagine going to jail for a dude that said that he wouldn't go to jail for nobody but okay go off uh (laughs) according to an affidavit the suspect who has since been identified as rebecca Cantor, placed a bag down near the entrance of the embassy threw liquid from a glass coca-cola bottle at the doorway and yelled i'm going to blow this motherfucker up oh the next day she returned to the embassy where she screened the personnel and made statements about asap rocky who is currently being held by authorities in sweden soon after she refused to leave the embassy and was taken into custody by secret service agents uh, when he gets out i hope he uh gets her free concert tickets for life that's a dedicated fan she was charged with destruction of property and unlawful entry she appears to be protesting uh asap rocky's recent arrest by swedish authorities Mm-mm-mm. well one person protest free asap i guess she really meant it she meant that shit uh dr sabi i think is how it's pronounced um the the holistic medicine doctor uh his family um addressed nipsey hustle conspiracy theory and nick cannon completing the documentary documentary by saying uh there yeah there is no conspiracy when negative things happen or tragedies happen our society is always quick to jump to an opinion instead of knowing facts uh iziel said uh so the facts that nip the that fact that nipsey hustle didn't die over doing a documentary it makes you think why would they want to kill nipsey over doing a documentary if he wasn't if he wasn't dr sabi or he wasn't healing people um um he continued yes he was talking about the message but a theory on killing nipsey hustle no there is no conspiracy nipsey hustle died in gang violence something that was very tragic to our society and the hip-hop period uh her aunt added it raises a question what did this man do to impact nipsey hustle that's some that's something that's very interesting because he was from a different era of what we're used to seeing 
you would think as a community advocate that nipsey hustle would have different projects at his age but he ran across dr sabi what did that mean for us what did that mean for his era it means a lot um so yeah i i guess people maybe maybe those will get some of the hotels to drop the shit oh they're not dropping that yeah Mm -mm. Mm -mm. yeah so maybe it won't uh let's see what else is happening uh y'all asked did you go check to see if you was getting 125 dollars from equifax yet no i didn't check i did and i'm getting some mm-hmm. how you check uh they got a website you can click on it put your information in and trust them with your information again and then uh ah! they promise to send you some money ask for a check and all that stuff so i definitely filed but uh you probably won't get that 125 dollars though guys i didn't think so yeah you probably won't actually get 125 dollars i don't know Maybe hate to tell y'all bad 25 news 25 cent after everybody the chances are increasingly slim in fact there's only room for 248,000 people to get the full amount but uh the amount of people who are affected by it were 147 million people so if everybody signs up we will all be looking to get 21 cents hmm. hold 21 cent i don't, i think ain't, ain't, don't a stamp cost more than that nowadays 21 cents y'all 21 pennies yeah and i know most people are not going to apply for it or not even going to see if they got money okay that's that's what we were hoping for for us that out so yeah i hope they don't but uh if more than 248,000 people sign up of the eligible 147 million um it looks like that 125 number is a goddamn lie and i blame alexandra ocasio cortez because she lied to me on twitter and said 125 dollars is a good amount of money and you should go apply for it and now i know that she doesn't encourage everybody i'm gonna be out of money it's like every it's like everybody playing the same lottery number thanks aoc for nothing oh lord is this how socialism works because i'm out okay i wanted that 125 i had plans yeah a lot of plans for it i was gonna get me a mario kart driving wheel okay the now, whole wheel now it's done okay i had a whole plan i got me a good massage of my 125 mm, you didn't even apply for it so you ain't getting it what are you talking about don't trying to come in on my money i don't want nobody else to sign up if you're listening to this shit right now I don't care how big this podcast is. I'm gonna sign is. up right now just because you everybody, said everybody unapply. Okay, take your names out, reject, say no. Mm-hmm. I don't nope. want the money. Mm-mm. Y'all are fucking my money up. This is getting smaller and smaller by the second. You greedy sons of bitches. They messed up my credit first. Um, I think black people should get the money first. Okay, because uh, <laughs> of slavery and reparations or something like that uh let's see um monique sobs about whoopi goldberg salary at the view what uh in the end okay so monique is still in her feelings about her exchange with whoopi goldberg when she was on the view back in 2018 the comedian is calling out the oscar tony globe golden globe and emmy uh the egot uh winner again while talking to comedy hype monique said when i uh wait can i just play this how long is this five minutes 
I will see if we can get to Because see, Whoopi Goldberg told me the salary she makes from The View. And that hurt my feelings. That you've been there for 10 years and you accept them paying you that. And you telling me, don't worry about the little one coming up. God damn if I ain't got to be worried about you too. Because you accept that salary, it makes it hard. What I think is also interesting. You damn, she was crying. I guess that's the part where they uh, um, get forward Oprah. To. It seemed like definitely a disappointment to see someone that you looked up to. The character didn't match your character of how what you felt was also important. And I think about Whoopi Goldberg, you being a black woman stand-up comedian, and you going to her show. And from what I um, kind of gathered, she brought up the whole Netflix thing, and you guys talked about black being blackballed on The View. And backstage, she tells you something in the regards of uh, don't worry about the other ones coming behind you worry about yourself how do you feel initially seeing someone that i'm assuming you looked up to pretty much tell you that they didn't care about you in a, in a sense see that's the part that's hard for me because there was some woman that gave a damn about me before i got here and that was hattie mcdaniels that was Eartha Kitt, that was Ida B. Wells, that was Louise Beavers, that was those black women saying, I'm going to take these ass whippings so hopefully you won't have to take them. I'm going to take them calling me a to my face. I'll take them calling me a black I'll take them telling me, you better not step over this line. I'll take all of that so hopefully you won't have to. Patty LaBelle hugs me in a way, baby. That that hug came from a place of love. That's Aunt Patty in the community. And when I first met that woman, she held on to me so tight. And I was one of the last people in line of hundreds of people that stood in line at a concert. And she hugged me like I was the first. So I hold on to those memories. Now, y'all can't see this, but she is crying right now. Like, mm. not they said sobs. I don't know if she's sobbing, but she does have tears coming out, you know, so to make me say, let me make sure that when a little girl holds on to me, she feels the same way I felt when Patti LaBelle held on to me at a concert after hugging people for two hours. You hear me? Two hours. And she hugged me like I was the first person in line. So when ain't no cameras rolling, Patti LaBelle is Patti LaBelle. See, when I first met Patti LaBelle, I was going through my second divorce, right? And I found out what I had to pay. So I'm backstage, baby. Drama. Drama. Going through it. That woman pulled me to the side and said, come here, little girl. What's wrong with you? Don't you ever let them see you fall apart. The one thing that man can take from you is your talent. Give him that money right now. Give it to him. And you go out on that stage and you show your ass. And you give the people in the back seat a hell of a show. Because they're the ones that really didn't have no money that's coming to see you. See, that's the kind I got. That's what I got filled with. I got filled with Valerie Simpson and Ashlyn Simpson inviting me up to their home and saying, Hey, baby, let me tell you what it's supposed to be. When one get it, everybody get it. That's the era we came from. So I got those women filling me. I got Susan Taylor from Essence saying, Listen. Don't bullshit it. When she walked away, Essence walked away. But when I got those women that pulling me up saying, hey, little sister, let me talk to you for a minute. So when I get Whoopi Goldberg on the flip saying, them little ones coming behind you. You better give a damn about you. 
that crushed me that day in her dressing room because see Whoopi Goldberg told me the salary she makes from the view and that hurt my feelings that you've been there for 10 years and you accept them paying you that and you telling me don't worry about the little one coming up god damn if I ain't got to be worried about you too because you accept that salary it makes it hard for me and how hard do you think it's going to make for the one who ain't here yet because you accept that salary so there's Stand in my sister's dressing room. And she say to me, you can't be worried about that one coming up. Well, what if moms maybe didn't worry about you? What if those ones didn't make it better for us? So I try not to take it personal, but it's personal. Because these are the women I look to. So I don't want the little girl who's not here yet, or a little girl right down the street at the juice bar that says, oh my goodness, that's Monique. I don't want her to walk away and say, that ain't who I thought she was. Look, the phone got disconnected. Nah, I don't know why they ended it that way. That was an editorial <laughs> choice. Um, what'd you think about that? It's truth in that. Um, I understand her pain and I understand how she feels. And I, and to an extent, uh, even just in the workplace and things like that, just, just existing, you can tell it's a difference. And, and sometimes it's a generational thing, you, you know, uh, and, and it's a personality thing. There are some, some women, some black women that, and it's kind of always been like this. There are black women in, in industries and they work hard and they grind and they, pick everybody up and they break down these walls and they pull everybody behind them uh and like monique say they 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 deal with shit so you don't have to like they want it to be easier for you they want each it to be better for each generation uh a lot of these women know the history that they're, they're well informed you know they've had racist shit happen to them um and I feel her on that, but you've always had people that have always been out for themselves, and that's in every group of people. But as a black woman, I do feel the pain. It's sad when you're looking like you're affected by the shit too, and you looking out for you is affecting literally everybody. Because if, like like you say, if they see you, you take bullshit, they're not gonna pay anybody anymore. Mm-hmm. That you're like like somebody else is gonna have to be the one to break that barrier. The people you talking about don't worry about is going to have to be the person that's going to have to deal with the bullshit to get to the point. But like, I, I, that's that's that bitch. I demand more. And then they come in and then they do the stuff that you should have done as far as looking out for other people, you know. Um, and, and I understand sometimes like that can be hard to do. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's one of those things. Uh, it's all about the industry and how you was how the because the thing about Whoopi, Whoopi is kind of, I'm not going to say fickle, like she has her ways. And, and, and she say something and you agree, she say something, you're like, what the hell are you talking about? You know, and so uh, to find out that she's just about self, um, now I'm trying to find that's not surprising. You know, the same person that says rape, rape, mm-hmm. you know, uh, tells me that she's not really concerned about anybody else. And it's just sad to to see that um, in people. Um, and uh, I wish more people would actually 
be I wish more people would actually care about other people and care about the next generation. If they did, some of the problems and issues we have in the world would not exist if they actually cared about the people behind them. Yeah, it's interesting to me because like Whoopi makes more than anybody else on the View. So I think what Monique is saying is like she wants her to make even more than she does on the View. Like maybe make the most at the network or something like that because she's putting in the time and the effort. And if she was a white woman, she would be getting more money. Um, I've seen her catch a lot of backlash for the interview. I've seen people call her crazy, you know, because um, she was crying in the interview. And I think uh, anytime somebody shows a emotion in public, uh, especially crying, people go, okay, something's wrong with you, you know. Um, but I think what she was talking about was something that was deeply emotional for her. Right. Um, and I don't know. I feel like I just have a soft spot for Monique in that way where um i do understand that she said and has done some shit that's problematic i do think there's times when uh she hasn't handled shit in a way that people would feel is non-confrontational or whatever like maybe she's blocking her own blessings but i guess the way i've always looked at her kind of struggle with hollywood has been one where and maybe it's my bad for for maybe i'm viewing it through too forgiving of a lens but i've always looked at it as it was her trying to say i would like the same treatment as my peers who got in the situation and i do understand the oscar is not to be all end all there's plenty of people that have won oscars and faded into obscurity mm-hmm. having gotten to just have their pick of the litter with their own projects and all this stuff but on the flip side of that there's people people that plenty of people who want oscars that you know kind of got the run of projects and dream jobs for the rest of their their career like yes sir there is you know like there's an element of this that is kind of like confirmation bias like if you like her then you're like yeah why didn't she get the career of you know other oscar winners and the ones that had charmed lives and if you don't like her then it's like everybody that had won an oscar ain't did ain't went on to have a charmed life so who the fuck are you to decide that you get to be one of those people and i think that's kind of her point is like who gets to decide right and the thing for monique is that the people who essentially put it out there that she was not to be worked with were black people you know and i think while people are laughing at her and mocking her or or or, or you know or even the people that are to some extent are being ridiculous with monique shit where like she can do no wrong and everybody should you know like there's nothing possible that she could have ever said that anyone should take offense to like it just on a in a on an honest lane like i don't feel like uh i mean i feel like the way that she has reacted to this has been about the fact that she kind of believed in a like unity or upliftment or like promise of like like you get what you want when you're you know when you're like you achieve a certain level as a black person and you're not supposed to back down from that and she feels like all the black people in hollywood should be on this page and i think she gets hurt when she when she goes up against these walls where you know steve harvey is her friend but also on tv telling her like nah you can't do this like you can't be concerned about all this other black people shit just worry about your money your thing do whatever these white people need you to do so that you can eat and your kids can eat and stop being so prideful 
you know and you know when people don't like steve harvey then it's he's a coon and all this shit when people don't like monique then it's like yeah that bitch crazy she he was trying to tell her but you know the truth is somewhere in the middle it's really this big struggle of blackness in a white country and in a white run like industry we all do this we all have to struggle with how much of my authenticity do i want to put out here and how much is it worth because you know it has to hurt when you look up to somebody somebody that you consider maybe a gatekeeper or for uh for bearer of of, of of for the community and then that person tells you the exact opposite of what you would believe are the values that should be upheld by somebody like now you know don't put people on a pedestal you won't have to worry about that but still it had to hurt you know i'm sure there's people that have i, I don't know i don't have a lot of heroes i don't have a lot of celebrities that i look up to but i'm mm-hmm. sure there's somebody i could be shocked by if i were to meet somebody in this lane and they were to be like yeah fuck everybody dude just you know i would be a little surprised i don't think i'd be telling everybody but i would be a little surprised and she's decided to live her life with like some openness and to that that maybe it's self-destructive uh ultimately career stifling possibly but she's decided to live her life like kind of out in the open and i do wonder how people will look back on her years from now you know like not like in the immediacy of it it's a lot of hot takes but i wonder like if people will look back on her with the lens of history and some perspective and be like this was the same time that there was a movement in hollywood called times up me too and part of that movement became uh about equal pay and white women were seen as the litmus test come on 80s whatever 88 cents on a dollar is what we make against black against white men essentially but black women make 66 cents and then latino latino women make less than that and uh so yeah and it goes down yeah and it goes down yeah it goes down uh uh, indigenous people like make less than that right um monique brings up a very valid poignant point Mm -hmm. and she's giving real-time information on how success within this culture of assimilation seems to take the toll on black people that okay get look out for yourself and don't be too black and don't bring up black causes or unfairness because you're gonna fuck it up for everyone and for everyone i mean just yourself because you should only be concerned with yourself steve harvey said it monique is uh i mean uh whoopies now said it to her and yeah like i said i get how it's it's very destructive that she's telling these people's business or she's doing this in a public platform but i do think we'll look back and and hopefully i hope anyway people with a little more perspective will realize we was kind of tripping to come at her neck about how like for those that mock steve harvey telling her that shit and i do think for the record i do think steve harvey came from a good place when he told her that shit agreed because a lot of people are gonna try to frame it as like he's just a coon and he was trying to shut mm-hmm. a black woman down nah that's they're really friends he thought he was giving her the game the thing is if that's the game the game is fucked up and, if and the that's game, her point and if the game is fucked up and we all know the game is fucked up how do how do we get mad at her for being the one who's saying it's fucked up we all say it's fucked up they don't like the messenger right we're just like shut the fuck up and play the game and then who do you sound like you sound like steve harvey 
so like i want people to step back and evaluate what they're saying in the bigger message because i support and kind of root for monique to keep telling the truth like this she's doing fine like her like she got a residency in vegas like she continues to get opportunities they may not be the opportunities she feels she deserves. they may not be the opportunities on par with her white counterparts but the truth of the matter is it's not really taking money out of her pocket in a way where um she just can't eat and she's like on the streets you know which was a big thing when steve harvey basically said if i do this that's my kids don't eat and it's like steve harvey you are so far from being poor from your kids not eating nah you you're going to be rich and your kids are going to be rich your kids 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 are going to be rich Mm -hmm. this is about you now and this is what makes you when is enough enough is there ever a point where your integrity would say i'm not doing that shit as a black person you know and that's the big message here so anyway i i I appreciate what she said i do i i i and i know there's probably people listening to shit like this nigga just love him some monique it's not even like that really it's just i don't know man maybe it's the empath part of me i don't know but i feel like she not wrong when she does these Mm -hmm. things and the things she's saying aren't crazy and they're not like i don't know if you if it's weird to espouse these beliefs and then tell her shut the fuck up i just don't get how we all have the same gripe with the industry and how they treat black people especially black women and then at the same time up about it it's it's fair or that's enough for you like well then then don't get mad when you don't get the same pay as your white counterpart stop you know what i'm saying and especially in an industry where people's salaries and stuff become public knowledge nigga we know you're getting screwed on your check we know that they're paying somebody else more for the same work she just saying she wanted for you too and there is something to this people coming behind you shit you know if you believe her like may, and maybe that's the thing maybe people that just don't believe her but if you believe her there is something to that like if they fuck you as the black person that's the biggest person in the room they gonna fuck everybody else because you took it right you know it's tim duncan taking less money for the spurs well at that point they think everybody on the team got to take less money you know tom brady not taking the max well then nobody on this team can ask for the max except this time the team is black people and we're not actually officially a team none of us are drafted you know like but but that's how that's what i took from it yeah and it's one of these things where everybody can complains and talk proud about how the system fucks up but then nobody is willing to fuck up the system to get it to change yeah i'm not saying look i just don't find her to be like maybe you know and maybe it's other things like because i have never really delved into her personal life Mm -hmm. i don't know about her podcast Mm -hmm. i've heard the stuff about her husband is her agent and she calls him daddy and shit and and so there's people that are much more versed in like her like Mm -hmm. in her world than i am you know it's kind of like that kardashian thing where i don't really be in a world so it's easy for me on the outside to be like i don't know they don't make me that mad and i'm moving on right but with monique i i don't know at least the the shit i've seen i don't be feeling like wow i can't believe someone would say something so crazy i I really just be like well that is what the fuck we say about the industry and she's just confirming it from the inside and yet somehow we still end up being like fuck her And, and and all that to say i'm not 
uh out here on ridiculous avenue with it because i did see like and i'm sure everybody saw it on twitter because it was a viral tweet but i did see the woman who was saying like she's a bigger deal to eddie murphy because eddie murphy is getting offered 70 million dollars from netflix to do a return to stand-up special and this woman was like you know monique should be getting that you know that money because in my lifetime eddie ain't being funny and you know she he's funnier uh she's funnier than him and she has successful tv shows and all it's just stuff that i i I don't have a better way to put it other than i found that shit to be ridiculous what she was saying and just just starting arguments yeah like hey like i understand and this is the patronizing world of black twitter and social media sometimes this is the shit i'm talking about where people mm-hmm. go too far with a point right because they because it's like a it's like a artificial intelligence black plus woman plus make this point about marginalization to infinity and it's like okay but that's not always true Mm-mm. like y'all like y'all do y'all really even i'm a fan of monique uh making like one i i i do enjoy her stand up mm-hmm. but same but I, but i'm also a fan of just like you know the things she stands for and the stuff and the point she's trying to advocate for in hollywood but um nigga you'd have to be so crazy to think that eddie murphy getting that 70 mil means monique should have got 70 mil or or she's just or she's more funny all time than him or well it's so it's like what are the measurables here like how can you just like are you just saying that for people to retweet it and go yes 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 queen as opposed to being realistic right because there's no facts there's nothing you know like like, because you know when you say those statements you got to come with facts and statistics you can't be saying that shit just to say that shit i mean funny is subjective yes it is right but you're you're literally turning people against the thing you said you want people to be for right the whole point is an argument that's all it is everything for people to do shit like that is to start a fucking argument the end yeah i did nothing else behind yeah it. i didn't take the bait i mean we talking about it here but i didn't talk about it online because it's like it's like certain things are framed in a way that i think i don't know my most cynical self is like so did y'all frame it this way so people would shit on her like did you come up with this point so that you could everybody would spend all day talking about how how good she's not as eddie murphy because like why would you do that you know i saw the same thing with donald glover and uh jamie fox people someone framed a conversation about the like jamie fox donald glover could never and then it becomes all day we're shitting on a very talented black dude for the, another very talented black dude as if we can only have one like there's a highlander of like be more than one y'all like it just it just seemed like and i wonder if people start those topics because they're like i don't like donald glover and i would like to see people just talk about how good he isn't as opposed to how good he is right so then so now we can like have a bad section out out of nowhere just out of fucking nowhere and you could do it to anyone but like when people do it it's so it's such a weird thing to want to do to me and i don't know i wonder if that's what it's got to be you know yeah i got someone said one gotta go uh yeah i got one gotta go blocked on twitter like fuck that shit hey that's the dumbest shit ever it's the dumbest shit man because it's just let's start a fight saying yep same thing on facebook it's just uh, like i don't know i guess people, people that's how they pass the time every single solitary time yeah I, I i mean i get it that's how people pass the time and, yes. and whatnot but i don't know it just seems so pointless um anyway man good luck to monique mm-hmm. um she's uh you know 
I, i'm just glad that she's already making a living off of her art so yeah be a billionaire off of her art but uh, you know you do have to pick at some point like do you want to live with integrity or you want to be rich you know or do you want to rich her i guess and it sounds like she wanted to have that integrity more and that's a, just a choice she made you don't have to agree with it but i do respect it um because a lot of as you can see not a lot of people that are successful black people seem to be making that choice it seems to be a lot of like fuck these niggas behind me shit yeah and i remember jamie fox was on that lebron thing lebron show mm-hmm. on hbo and he was talking about a generational thing he was talking about now how athletes and people come out and they speak the shop thank you and they would come out and they would speak about black stuff and he was saying back in his day they were scared he was like we didn't come out and speak we were scared we we're gonna fuck up our money he said now a lot of y'all come out he said y'all don't have that same worry yeah yeah or they just it's not they don't have that worry they just they don't um because the consequences can be the same correct so maybe they worry about it but they just uh seem less afraid right they seem more, more willing like that, they yes. seem more willing especially in a after obama a lot of black celebrities seem a lot more willing to go away from the jordan like republicans buy sneakers too uh maybe. idea and go to the like yeah well fuck it i don't want their money if they don't fuck with me um let's see what else can we talk about um a border patrol chief says she joined a secret facebook group to monitor members she was racist too u.s border patrol chief carla provost told a congressional subcommittee wednesday that she joined a secret facebook group filled with derogatory posts targeting migrants and lawmakers to read what her personnel thought about her i joined facebook in 2016 mainly to reach out to friends and colleagues she said to the house appropriations committee in 2017 a colleague invited me to to some groups they had mentioned to me that i that in my acting role as chief at the time that some of the agents were discussing how i was doing and it was something that i I was certainly interested in she thought oh girl you know some people are not talking shit about you i'm on facebook very very rarely july 1st was the first time i saw those highlight highly offensive and absolutely unacceptable posts in the pro publica report provost noted that she self-reported her involvement in the group of customs uh in the group the customs and border protection office of professional responsibility which is currently investigating 62 current border patrol employees for their involvement in three groups including i'm 10 15 in that group which was uncovered by ProPublica and has upwards of 9,000 members current and former employees joked about dead migrants and included an edited image of a smiling President Trump forcing Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez head down towards his crotch The Intercept reported uh, earlier this month that Provost was a member of the group. Provost reportedly posted in the group as recently as three months after her permanent appointment in August um Provost said Wednesday that she once commented in the group on a post about a question from the TV show Jeopardy because her agents were talking about her in that post. She was the subject of the Jeopardy question. The Hill has reached out to CBP or whether Provost is one of the 62 current employees being investigated for being in one of the three groups. What do you think, Karen? What do I think? Yeah. I bet you lying. Lose your job lose your job lose your job i don't give a fuck if you self-report what the fuck are you doing in the group mm-hmm. report the group why did you have to join to see because that's the thing you only joined the group to see what they were fucking they were saying about you so you're telling me as as somebody listened to the story you didn't really care about the shit they was talking about in the group mm-hmm. you came to see what they were saying about you 
you need to be fired so wait you do think she lying or you think she's telling the truth because now I, you're saying that I, I think she lied but like this i think she lying mm-hmm. she's kind of lying and telling the truth she joined the group i do believe she joined the group to see them talk about her mm-hmm. i believe that part I, yeah, okay yeah but quote unquote once you got in the group and you seen the other shit they was talking about that that didn't ruffle your feathers that didn't mm-hmm. no it was no concern to you about the other shit you seen in the group mm-hmm. nothing nothing nobody okay you said for the lies the lies <laughs> yeah because because people are only concerned about themselves so yes i do believe that she she joined the group to see what the fuck they were saying about her mm-hmm. not to actually do any type of investigation to see about the shit that her employees was talking about she'll go oh y'all talking about me bitches i'm here yeah you lose your job too. I do wonder why she joined Who the group. Told me to do it. Who told you to do it? The demons. That's why I would have said. That's why I joined the group because the demons. Well, then you and the demons both lost y'all jobs. Uh, yeah, I think she should obviously lose a job. I don't believe her either. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is like to cover your own ass. Like mm-hmm. you said, she's lying and telling the truth. Right. So, uh, shout out to Bossy Ickby um check out her uh her book, amazing book yes i'm telling the truth but i'm lying uh but yeah i think she's having it both ways because she yeah she might have joined the group because somebody's like damn they're talking about you girl but then you couldn't have been in that group for any period of time and not seen some of this offensive shit right because period because my thing is this let's say i joined a group because i'm like oh they're talking about me click click the fuck is this let me go self-report myself and let me tell about what the fuck is happening here they right. took them investigating before you come out and say something something's wrong with that picture now that ProPublica got it you ready right. to tell right now, now, now it's less talk no 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 she wanted to act like she logged in there that's not what happened Mm-mm, now that's not what happened you came because you was like girl they talking about you Ooh, let me see that. let mm-hmm. me let me get the tea on what they're saying about me got in there fuck all the racist shit and, and all that shit that let's see what they're saying about me it's easy for me to believe that she lied just because uh i think she saw them post and didn't care because i think all right. the people that work at border patrol are probably racist so yeah your racism radar was probably uh not detecting anything offensive because your ass don't have a problem you don't disagree with that shit Mm-mm. and essentially they probably like cops look at those politicians who are like we need more regulations on y'all we need y'all to check your power as anti their job and they're like fuck these people that's my guess so i wouldn't be shocked at all if that was the uh the case here yeah, and with the administration we have office at now, nobody gives a fuck. Nothing's gonna happen. Yep. So, well, I don't know. They are in the investigation, so maybe something will happen to the to some of them. I don't know. Probably the people that posted the most problematic posts will be, you know, ceremony like ceremoniously yeah, taken down yeah, and end up the, being police officers yeah, somewhere. Suspicion of a suspension without with, with pay. Yeah, know. some some will happen, but just just enough to make the be like we trying y'all, but they want people like that in those positions all right let's get into some fucking with uh wait yeah fucking with black people <laughs> is uh the next segment that we're gonna do so let's get into some of that um as soon as i bring up the song all right i found the song and let's get into fucking with black people what 
just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go all around the globe trying to our girls make us feel fuck with and win assign points for us from zero to a hundred. Intervals of twenty-five. Today is no exception. Everybody's playing, and uh, we actually got some repeat players today. Oh shit! Some return contestants, if you will. Angry Orchard fires the manager after a black couple was harassed during proposal. Good. They have fired the manager who was on duty at the brewery when a black couple was allegedly harassed and racially profiled in the middle of their proposal. The company had said that they had taken immediate steps to remove the manager who was on duty from her role and replace members of the security team as well. Come on, because they know niggas love Angry Orchard. We're extremely embarrassed this happened. We've reached out. We reached out and spoke directly with the guest involved to express our sincerest apology and offer to make it right. We badly mishandled the situation. Our team overreacted. Right, and I find funny. I've never been, but it's one of the things. But if I thought about going, I'm like, I don't even know if I want to go on the tour. You spent extra money. You went on the tour. Them tickets probably ain't cheap to go on the tour and be out there and, and pick apples and shit. Mm-hmm. According to people. Or angry orchard also intends to ensure everyone on our team from cider makers to security has additional training in the areas of security awareness and unconscious bias to prevent something like this from happening in the future come on they was like you know what everybody we we, we don't give a damn if you pour the taps or you tap dancing for people out here you're gonna get training too they're gonna have to change the uh the the, the door chime when you walk in though had to change that yeah they're gonna, they're gonna have to we're deeply sorry that our guests were mistreated the situation doesn't reflect our values of respect for all and creating a welcoming environment for all our guests um all right zero to hundred karen oh i'm i'm not fuck with at all um because this is the shit that people say they want you to do mm-hmm. and uh i'm gonna keep it real like with papa john's I was like, fuck him, get him off. They got him off, and I was still mad. So I was in my feelings about that shit. I was like, fuck it. But you know what? If I'm going to do a boycott, I'm going to do a real boycott. They said that uh, uh, they changed. They addressed it. They said, we ain't putting up with this shit, and they got rid of them. I'm Gucci. They addressed the problem. Now that they addressed the problem, they said, we're going to retrain somebody. Ain't we got, no, no. We let them go and we're going to retrain everybody because we don't want this bullshit to happen again because we out here in the middle of nowhere and we don't want niggas marching in front of Ang- Angry Orchard, Applefield, talking about don't nobody go here there. This motherfucker's racist running our money away. It's smart. It's business sense is very smart. So I will be drinking Angry Orchard again. Mm, and I think the audience just found out Karen likes beer more than pizza. <laughs> uh i also <laughs> i will end my folk hot and i'm also zero percent fucked right because this is the shit we ask people to do they do it and you still mad i know um ex michigan um ex miss michigan the kathy zoo the asian lady who had the um um racist and uh islamophobic post and uh on did, her social did, media they lost the miss universe con- con- whatever that is yeah miss it was miss something forget what the title was Miss Planet Jupiter wherever she was at Miss yeah but she was Miss Michigan or whatever okay um well she has now been added to the women for Trump coalition advisory board of course she is uh she made an announcement on Thursday and said she's so excited to be named that and she also deleted those tweets but completely stands by those tweets in case you guys are wondering 
so um miss world america that's what she was uh okay doing so um yeah uh zero to 100 yep i mean 25 i mean not really fuck with because she was racist so she just continued to be racist yeah i think racist people basically have a fallback plan of going to join trump in something it's almost as if him and his administration are racist it's almost as if racist people can rely on a job um i don't know it's almost like a fallback plan for racist people i don't know maybe i'm tripping you know <laughs> it's probably if i'm racist enough i might can get a job it's probably a coincidence it's probably a coincidence that all the racist people seem to find a home with trump not saying he's racist or anything i would how dare who would say that about a sitting president much like they can't be uh prosecuted uh apparently uh they can't they also can't be called racist um old miss students suspended from frat after posing with guns at emmett till memorial sign so they got kicked out of school they were suspended from the frat oh, oh they were suspended okay so the fraternities had more integrity than the school I said, right don't. that's why they got kicked out of school they was like nah we don't want you in the frat no more we 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 don't want all nine of the organizations all nine of the greek organizations showing up at our house the fuck is this no yeah they were kappa alpha not the black fraternity but Mm-mm. the white people fraternity mm-hmm. and uh, they were suspended i don't know uh i don't know what that means like if suspension is just a thing like and then next week they're back like i don't well, i, I don't know what, what that, mean. that means i'm assuming that means you can't wear the letters like i don't know if that means you yeah yeah the, not that part suspension. that part i'm not talking about okay. i know what that means i mean yeah they won't let you wear the letters you can't come to parties and shit but when you say suspended like what six months a year oh, ah, i mean it doesn't I, sound I like that it doesn't yeah, sound like yeah, they're yeah. out and it's, a fraternity's not a thing that pays you you pay it right. so okay I see what, I, what does that mean until it cools down like like yeah. yeah they was like y'all beat it until this shit rolls over basically yeah so for me personally i'm still giving it a hundred matter of fact Dracarys, actually even though i know that's the right thing to do to suspend them or whatever the fuck just Dracarys. also does that frat have any black members because if i'm black and uh them my homies um i'm looking at things totally different right now come on come on come on are y'all on the bus singing hang a nigga by a tree group i don't know right like that's your homies them the dudes you pledge with like them the dudes that oversaw your pledging i don't think that's a that's not a good look if i'm black and i'm there if i have a kid in that shit i'm like get your black ass out of there uh what what did you score i'm sorry did did you say oh 100 okay um all right uh this uh, i'm trying to play the news article but it's not playing um anyway um let me try again all right a white woman caught on video calling black women the n-word said she is not sorry and would do it again oh oh, of course okay five out of five stars would do again that's her yelp review of uh the racism <laughs> cannot recommend repeat, high repeat customer right very satisfied customer of using the n-word on black women uh, of course this did happen in our home state of north carolina so we're in north carolina um that's always nice 
uh i don't know let's see it looks like raleigh a white woman who berated two black women at a north carolina restaurant with a racial slur said she is not sorry and that she would do it again why doesn't this shit want to play it's trying to play and it stops playing it goes back to reset i'll try it one more time so you might find a clip on you on youtube because for some reason when you play through their sites it just drags yeah and no and then they normally try to play like a news article too Uh, i mean a a commercial commercial. come on down to Chrysler ford and get you a brand new through the at&t network edge to edge intelligence gives you the power to see every corner of your growing at&t man um we here use the adam and eve network go to adamandeve.com come on tbgwtn and get, hot, get 10 get, free items get hot and sexy yeah you can get 10 free items guys i'm talking about anything you want player okay mm-hmm. you get that item half off and then after that you get free shipping and then uh they want to give you like some sexy toys one for him one for her one for y'all both enjoy it. i say mix and match then they give you six free adult dvds and free shipping so like do that shit okay what are you stupid at this point um i don't want to insult you but stop being ridiculous and treat your genitals well okay a lot of y'all them and they'll love you back a lot of y'all here that's why y'all got road rage you're driving (laughs) bumping people cars that's your system you want to kill people and shit it's not worth that okay go to adamandeve.com and put in the code tbgwt and get all the free stuff that i just told you about all right um sorry no sexy music was under this but sometimes it speaks for itself um all right uh i have no idea what's going on with this ad it just, it's not even the same ad anymore it's like this shit now is like some, it's just a black man walking down the street ad I'm like what happened um all right well i get might be about to play i don't know all right well i'll just try to read it until we get some something a uh, white woman who berated two black women at a North Carolina restaurant with a racial slur. Oh, and now it's playing. What is happening? Oh, Jesus Lord, help me get this trap. <laughs> um, what's what's that? Is, did it freeze? Uh, that's what I'm saying. Is I see it on the screen now, but I'm not getting Uh-oh. any yeah. audio. Yeah, nothing. We, we see it on the screen too. Y'all see it? Okay, all right. I'm gonna just okay. Let me just read it, and it'll start interrupting me probably halfway through right another ad is playing what um all right actually changed stories it's not even the same story the story the written part is but the video ain't god damn yeah you might be better off trying to google it yeah all right let me pause the recording so that people don't have to hear this later all right we think we got it fixed everybody white patron at a local restaurant calls a black patron the n-word all of this captured on cell phone video video that has now generated thousands of shares and comments on social media oh you're so stupid (laughs) we tracked down the women in both sides of this video wrel sarah kruger talked with them all joins us now live in raleigh of course sarah this happening at a bonefish in North Hills, right? Bonefish ain't cheap. David, that's right. It happened right here yesterday evening during half. Exactly. What were those niggers doing in there? Yeah. Spend good white American dollars in there. The hour. The woman who used the racial slur told me today she will not apologize for her language. And in fact, she said she would use the same word again. 
This minute-long cell phone video shows an encounter between customers at the Bonefish Grill in North Hills. This person has the audacity right here to come to our table and tell us that we are the rudest people that she has ever met. Then the woman, who we now know is Nancy Goodman, calls another customer the N-word. You're too loud. We're too loud. In your opinion. In your opinion. Let me show you my money. It's just as green as yours. Oh, you're so stupid. We found Goodman at her home. I'm a 71-year-old woman who lives in Raleigh. I suffer from tremendous anxiety. She says that anxiety and... Don't give a fuck. Don't care. But what I tell y'all... They everybody got the words now we got the words buzzword anxiety i suffer from anxiety y'all i get to be racist and a lot of people got anxiety but they ain't racist don't i got care. It's, it's a mental health thing karen you just don't understand okay well, this is how i deal with my anxiety i call people niggers and get in confrontations at restaurants okay you never had anxiety attack not racist anxiety so attack. how you how can you possibly know okay if you don't deal with my probably undiagnosed unmedicated anxiety that i just came up with after i got busted being racist on camera then how could you possibly know and the women's behavior pushed her to act as she did i'm not going to say i'm sorry to them because they put kept pushing at it so and that's all i'd really like to say what about your use of the n-word i used that word because they forced me into it forced you oh y'all have been forced into it by accident you just you don't you're not even you don't really have a problem but all of a sudden it's like oh my god i've been forced into uh saying the n-word it's never happening you can well I, I, i'll tell the truth guys it has happened to me it's happened to me before I, it just came out i was playing basketball and my anxiety came up and uh i was arguing with this guy and i said you niggers all the same and i put my hand over my mouth said, oh, i couldn't believe i said it myself so i believe this white woman okay she was put in the corner and you never know what's gonna come out do you see how that's incredibly offensive no yes, i do that's why i said it right i would fuck you bitch 100 fuck you now i just need a lot of uh white people on twitter to tell me how she's not racist she had a racist comment Fuck you, bitch. Fuck Say it you. again to them. She says she would use that word again to you all. Wow. Wow. That's sad. Shonda Stewart is the one who took the cell phone video. Her friend, Lakeisha Shaw, is the one who was called the racial slur. I don't care how you feel like we should have been acting. If I was standing on the table with three heads in a purple jumpsuit, nothing justified you to come to my table and call me a stupid goodman says she regrets not asking management to tell the women to be quiet but she made one thing clear so you're not sorry about saying the n-word no 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 in a statement bonefish grill tells us we do not tolerate hate speech or disrespect in our restaurants they added that they are reviewing the incident to see how they can do better at de-escalating situations in the future david sarah kruger reporting live in raleigh sarah thank you i mean ain't shit they can do it wasn't between them and an employee it was two customers which yeah. they don't have any proximity over either party but you know what in today's climate that's what people do they blame the place where it happened like that's the thing now you know like if something racist happened at a place it's like why didn't y'all stop the racism it's like 
i don't know if y'all know but a lot of your countrymen are just fucking racist and it's not a rule you can pass to make them not be racist mm-hmm. like yeah and, and and the thing is uh yeah she 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 is a prime example of why a lot of people don't believe white people like they we just don't believe you we know you said it because you know it was hurtful and you know it was hateful the end like that is what she said not duplicate yeah, I, mean, I mean i mean i mean like 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 she is a prime example she just came out and said it uh-huh. a lot of people use cold words had around it a lot of people would have doubled you know she doubled down but yeah. a lot of people would have came and 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 said my anxiety and they just stuck on that road but she said no i said it and i knew what i meant and our media normally can't cover these stories because they cover them as i mean even in this uh even in this news report they don't make a definitive like she's a racist this is a abhorrent thing that she did and uh she's a horrible person for this right you know? right they should have ended the news thing with she works here and she uh needs to not have a job you know something like that because i guarantee that. you she worked with other black people if i worked with her i first thing i would do is come into hey this is a fucking racist bitch why am i working with her i don't even guarantee you she works with other black people to be honest with you she might but, not uh, whatever you know but whatever maybe she owns a coffee shop whatever i don't give a fuck what she does but it's interesting that you know the story just ends there with uh, she doesn't care that she's racist no like somebody said she's probably retired she don't give a fuck right she do look old enough to be retired you know but what walking group is she in you know well you know no niggas include the walking group right i'm saying racist racist anxiety that's a new one say it must have been that economic anxiety we keep hearing so much about guys that shit not real it must have been, uh who do you think she voted for thank you my ass for that that shit is not real i think she voted for trump because of that same anxiety guys the nigger anxiety the worst kind oh i wonder if she, she gets in other anxious situations she just turned racist too like the hulk Mm-hmm. <laughs> my car won't start nigger 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 god niggers jesus nigger she she looks at them i am always racist <laughs> it's always inside of me brewing oh god zero to a hundred. Oh, i gave you my score fuck her yeah jacaris jacaris um and this that's also why i personally don't ascribe to the uh thing where y'all say uh a lot of you blacks uh will say um <laughs> i like my racism in my face open to, no i don't i'm eating my blooming onion ma'am stay the fuck at your racist table and don't say shit what i want to go back to the 60s these are not my ancestors hands okay leave me out of your racism Mm-mm. they are soft really really soft and manicured and pedicured go into your private facebook group and complain with the rest of border customs patrol yes, about how you don't like me with your friends and families okay you better go on in that uh what was it the 15 tens, 10 15s you better hop up in that group and talk your shit when you get home oh, i like my racism in my face fuck mm-hmm. out of here i have shea buttered hands ma'am no thank you right i did not spend all this time playing mario kart so i would have to punch you in the face and knock now my mario kart time is a little slower i don't think so Mm-mm. you better go and get out my face old lady i'm glad they didn't beat her ass to be honest with you because i feel like they would have been the ones catching charges and shit right because of racism and she right. knew they couldn't do anything to her that's that's why she showed her ass because like, what the fuck are you gonna do right because the second you touch me i'm a white woman she gonna go complete white woman 
yeah and she can play victim and everybody gonna look past all the bullshit she said to get to that point and was not afraid to be on the news and with her government name was not no, afraid no and i don't care what anybody says i will continue to say this the second trump took office racist people said i have the goddamn right to be racist and it's not a fucking thing you can do just like when obama got in office niggas was like it's a nigga in office we gonna protest it's the same thing um all right you know what let's move into uh some guest race please yes all right now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time that's right it's time for guest race the number one game show going over all the podcasts where we play uh all kinds of news articles and read them and stuff and we have karen in the chat room guess the race of the people involved and of course karen and the chat room playing are all racist huge racist guys unbelievable racist um the best racist as donald trump would say <laughs> woman speaking demonically at pine bluff church arrested on what drug charges uh katv content partner the pine bluff commercial reports that a pine bluff woman was arrested on drug-related charges sunday after she began speaking demonically and said someone was going to die after she entered the church she said somebody got to die if i go you got to go no ma'am 28 year old Brittany snow mcafee like the like the multi like the virus uh huh like the virus protection thing mcafee mm. uh so yeah Brittany snow mcafee i think that's how you pronounce it uh reportedly told pine bluff police officers that verdita burns officer vernita burns that burns and all the members of her church were all devil's children and that she was there to take a soul according to the probable cause affidavit when officer burns arrived at the taylor chapel uh she saw snow mcafee standing beside a truck in the church driveway talking to a female member of the congregation the woman said she had called the police because some members of the congregation were afraid of snow mcafee because she was talking about the devil the woman said snow mcafee was asked to leave several times but continued causing a disturbance well it's not the worst thing that's happened in the church recently so uh when officer burns asked snow mcafee for a name she said jesus and complied <laughs> when burns told her to put her hands behind her back she was taken into custody snow mcafee also told police that she had been driving the truck during an inventory during during an inventory prior to releasing the truck to a wrecker officer burns found a glass smoking pipe that had burn marks and uh included a substance that tested positive for ecstasy the substance will be sent to the state crime laboratory for analysis She's charged with possession of a uh, controlled substance of drug paraphernalia, disorderly conduct, and criminal trespassing. She was released on $5,000 bond. Karen, guess the race of um, Brittany Snow McAfee. What's the name of the church again? The name of the church was... Um, uh, hold on. It's just a church. To, uh, Taylor Chapel. White karen's going with white let's check the chat room and see what they believe white as snow uh white woman was at the juanita bynum women's conference trying to lay permanent hands black the white devil made me do it white 
demons smoke smoking ecstasy she the white uh white white honkette surprised it wasn't meth white not apologizing white the correct uh their church let out on time mm, oh. we know what that means the correct answer is and almost everybody got it correct white some of y'all did miss it okay that's enough audience damn did it show her picture yet mm-hmm yeah so she did that shit yes she did um high as hell too i would be scared as hell after all the shootings that's happening in churches right like word this is what we doing um let's see uh an orange county firefighter has been arrested uh and been accused of hot using hidden cameras to spy on his roommate in the shower and bed what yep uh shout out to orange county the oc um an orange county firefighter was relieved of duty tuesday after he was arrested in seminole county on voyeurism charges as oh wait orange county florida okay that makes more sense as an orange <laughs> county fire rescue spokeswoman said stephen brandon Berger, 38 faces charges of eavesdropping and video voyeurism of a person older than 19 he was arrested monday by seminole deputies accused of setting up cameras inside air vents of his roommate's bathroom and bedroom uh he has been employed by the fire department i guess since 2006 uh in a statement um they said that the charges are in direct contrast to the core mission and values of the orange county fire rescue department um an administrator here will be scheduled to review the circumstances of his arrest and determine his immediate employment status with the department um seminole deputies were called to brendan Berger's home on july 9th after his roommate reported finding two hidden cameras one in her bathroom facing her shower and another facing her bed uh the woman said her friend was using her bathroom two days earlier when he noticed one of the devices in the vent the friend sent her a photo of the camera but by the time she returned home the camera was gone Mm, so that means they maybe they was he was observing them taking and then the he found out he saw the saw that oh this person's curious and took it out there was however a drilled hole left where it was inside the hole were wires which were attached to more wires that led into the attic there was also what looked like to be a microphone or small camera in the hole which she disconnected and took out the roommate says she checked the air vent in her room and discovered another camera facing her bed she covered the lens with a post-it note until brandon Berger left for work and began packing her things to move out of the house yeah goddamn right oh, man the rent is too high i would have probably stayed i'm like and i want extra money for the show you've been getting okay i want some money off this rent uh when brandon Berger and his mother who owns the home questioned why she was leaving the woman said she told him about finding the cameras brandon Berger told his mother the devices were just sensors the roommate told authorities wow he lied to his own mama first of all it's your mama house you loser 
Brandenburger's mother believes the cameras were wired into the home security system that Brandenburger monitors as the cores were up in the, up to the attic. Brandenburger's disciplinary history includes tardiness violation. Oh, he was late. Oh, he was late too. Oh, he gotta go. In a verbal, he also resulted in a verbal warning and a dashboard camera violation for which he was disciplined with a written reprimand. Uh, so Karen guessed the race of Steven Brandenburger. White. Karen's going with white. Let's check the chat room and see what you guys, uh, believe was going on here. White. That was devilish white wow some incels have jobs white well but they still live with their mothers june white voyeuring honky uh look like everybody's going white unseasoned security systems white white castle burger the correct answer is white he's a white man i don't think anyone got that one wrong uh and how would you like this guy looking at your naked pictures without your consent i mean his face look like he look at naked pictures without people consent don't it like oh oh no yeah it's like he's like off camera his hand is on his dick right now oh yeah can't wait to see her poop in oh the no he says like we we cut off the sides in the back we're gonna leave a little bit on the top yeah yeah he got that swoop that yeah, I got that swoop. That Mayberry swoop. You know, that's, that's when you're into some sick shit, man. You got the Mayberry swoop. We all know what that means. <laughs> all right. Let's, swoop. let's go to the, uh, bonus round. <laughs> Double the points and the race double the points and the race all right double the points double the race and the bonus round against the race so far karen is two for two can y'all believe it i can't but will she go three for three i'm gonna try um now i don't know this story's been viral so maybe you already seen it uh have you seen the story uh, maybe we covered it it's from 2018 i don't know how it resurfaced i think someone sent it to me um have you heard about the dude that stole a woman's car on a date to take her god sister to the drive-in yes they black ain't they yeah yeah Yeah. skip this one all right i thought i think we also covered that one 2018 someone sent it to me i just looked at the date and was like wait a minute pull the fast one see that's why i get the stories (laughs) and i can't let y'all do it um all right and then i'm gonna change the designation for this one a different category give me one second for that all right let's find a different story how about um uh seattle man with more than 70 convictions accused of throwing coffee on a baby two days after his release from jail oh no oh oh, wow what wow well they do love their coffee in seattle a seattle man was arrested over the weekend and accused of throwing coffee on a baby what kind of coffee just two days after he'd been released from jail after serving eight months for randomly punching a, a man so at least he punches men and babies okay he love you living the women alone for now he gives smoke to anyone who wants it uh francisco calderon has been convicted more than 70 times and 14 of those convictions were on assault charges good god 
the station citing witnesses reported that calderon was behaving erratically before the alleged attack near seattle's westlake park witnesses say the baby's father tackled calderon and held him down until the police arrived uh late tuesday um calderon was being held on misdemeanor charge not on a felony charge of assaulting a child you can throw coffee on a baby and not get felony for that what why do children not have no protections come on now well they're like this coffee was only medium warm guys i'm sorry this comes from decaffeinated so we're not gonna count it against you he's being released without conditions on the felony charge king county district court judge ed harper said uh he has been filed filed in seattle well he has been filed in seattle municipal court on a misdemeanor charge he remains detained but not on the felony that is by decision of the king county prosecutor office and seattle city attorney calderon received a year-long jail sentence for his previous attack after municipal court judge ed mckenna rejected a plea deal agreed to by the prosecutor and public defender that would have sentenced him to 30 days in jail and a treatment program after that case seattle city attorney pete holmes and director of public defense anita uh condwall uh called for mckenna's resignation citing i share concern that you are disregarding your duty to act with impartiality and integrity our concerns are based on your repeated comments regarding the sentencing recommendations made by prosecutors the role of defense counsel and the problems you perceive in the criminal legal system as well as our conduct your conduct during the sentencing of francisco calderon mckenna declined to step down right in response i was elected to the position by my peers and enjoy the continued support from the bench the court as a judicial branch of the city government is a separate branch and independently elected and should act free of outside influence an independent fair and impartial judiciary is imperative to preserving principles of justice and rule of law so i guess that judge went too hard in their opinion and this motherfucker 70 times but he went too hard the fuck is this right and then this motherfucker was out of jail throwing coffee on babies so i don't know uh but you know seattle's a pretty liberal quote-unquote city so maybe that's why i don't know anyway care guess the race what's it, the person's name francisco calderon latino okay let's check the chat room see what they believe he poured mexican mocha on that baby oh y'all oh. think of some of that columbia's finest uh the baby made him sleepless in seattle churro flavor coffee hispanic in martin lawrence voice damn it i'll fight a kid latinx yeah fuck them kids latino a damn a demon latino italian uh the baby called him a wet back forcing him to throw the coffee latino latino but a lot of cream in his coffee water slide black um and uh looks like some of you guys tried to have it both ways but i have to say karen you were wrong he's a white person uh couple somebody said white i think they got it right and as you guys 70 times that's clearly a white man 70 times he didn't go to jail um i mean he might be a white passing latino but that nigga white so i think we all can see that yes i i can deal with that one i'll take that all right guys last thing let's go to sword ratchetness and get out of here
all right a new jersey man who hacked neighbor with sore over block driveway has been sentenced to state prison um jared rosano 36 uh, and of manville in somerset county was sentenced friday to seven years for a second degree aggravated assault conviction uh he's also sentenced to 18 months in prison for his fourth degree unlawful possession of a weapon conviction so i'm talking about that's what i'm talking about lock him up after a 911 call about an assault placed at 10:28 p.m. on June 13th, cops arrived to find a man with deep cuts on his head and arm. After investigation, it was discovered that Rosano arrived home to find his driveway partially blocked by a car when the trouble began. He went to a house across the street, demanded that the car be moved. According to the prosecutor's office, the neighbor apologized and moved his car, but that didn't satisfy Rosano. The convicted man then called his neighbor to his driveway and hacked at him with a sword. The victim, a 40-year-old man, suffered head wounds, shattered elbow, and two almost severed fingers. He had to have several surgeries after being taken to an area trauma center. I'm surprised he came all the way over there. Did he see the sword and came over there anyway? Right. According to prosecutor's officers, Zado must serve 85% of the sentence before being eligible for parole under the No Early Release Act. Yeah, he shouldn't get out early. Fuck him. What kind of crazy shit is that? Because someone blocked their driveway? It's your neighbor they gotta live there after that you threw your whole life away because you couldn't handle your fucking emotions about a black driveway they should have got more time idiot ha <laughs> ha uh prison reform that shit fuck out of my face uh anyway zero to a hundred i mean what yeah. anyway a hundred dracaris that's how i feel i feel fuck with it uh anyway <laughs> uh until the next time and uh also this t- this week is going to be similar to last week we'll see if we can do shows it'll depend on karen's schedule at work uh mm-hmm. with a new job and mm-hmm. i know tomorrow you're gonna have to get a late start because we got to take the car to the collision place mm-hmm. to get it evaluated and to get you a rental car so we'll let y'all know so maybe anybody you maybe y'all y'all should get some shows i don't know yeah. when yeah you you get some shows so you know we'll figure it out but until uh next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.